Farts Podcast. My name's Chuck. And I'm Lou. I'm the brother looking at two old farts. Just ask my daughter-in-law and uh, my grandchildren. I think my grandchildren said I was the better looking one. You remember that? You remember from Easter? No, I don't remember. I remember the one before that. <laughs> you do, huh? You must be misremembering things. Well, I'm gonna give you some good news. You see this? You see you see that missing tooth? Yeah, I see it. May thirty first. They're gonna give you a new one. I'll snag a tooth. I'm gonna get rid of it. <laughs> see, the, the doctor that's doing it is an intern at uh, at, at Audrey Murphy, and she goes back to Georgia in, in uh, June. Okay. So she's going to get me in. She said, be prepared for a long stay. We're going to do it all at one time. I said, let's do it. All right. So speaking of news, because it's been maybe just a little over a month since we've done one of these things. So I just want to update everyone um, on my my health. So uh, a few months ago, I was asked to be part of a study with the, the VA for people who used to smoke. So I said, sure, sign me up. So I went and did a CT test in April. Uh, about a week or so later, they called me and they said that I had some nodules on my lung and that the radiologist saw that I have emphysema. So I guess I have the early stages of emphysema and some nodules in my lungs. But they're small nodules, so I've already been rescheduled for my next appointment next year. So today I had an appointment with my TRICARE doctor and he was able to see the notes from the radiologist and he's put in a consult for me to get a second opinion. So I'll go to pulmonology and I guess they'll do um, tests to see if, if I have emphysema and the severity, which he says, like, I'm not showing any symptoms. He checked my lungs, clear, no, nothing. So, and my, all my other lab work looks great. So, so that's that. So, so you don't have to worry anymore? Uh, worry that I have emphysema? Yeah, I have it. <laughs> but I'm going to get a, a second opinion. Yeah. That's important. It is. So listen out there, people. If you smoke, quit. It's, that's it's why, that's why, that's why when we have good things happen to us and you offer me those cigars and I said, no, never had one and never will. It wasn't the cigar that did it, Dad. I know that. It might have been the burn pits from Iraq and Afghanistan. For all it's I know. probably a combination of all of that stuff. It could be. But most, most likely it's a burn pit. That's why it's really important. All of our veterans who's listening out there, they need to be checked. They need to get with the DAV or some agency that will help them with their, with their claims. They don't do like I do and wait 10 years. Or longer. Yeah, you're right, or longer. So tell me about that nasty old spider bite you got. Dad, I did <laughs> not get bit by a spider. My God. I did not get bit by a spider. That, that's it right there. You see that? 
that's that's a scab. So last, yeah, I guess it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was last week, last Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday. I went for a little run, and um, I was coming up the the hill on the backside of um, where the gymnasium is on uh, the old Kelly Air Force Base side. It used to be the golf course. So I was running on the golf trails. And uh, going up the hill, and right before the, this hard turn, there's some bushes or whatever that are growing up like this. So they kind of form an archway over the road, or the path, rather. I guess some damn spiders had built their web across it like that. So as I was running, I hit that spider web, and I screamed like a little girl. And I, <laughs> if I'm doing this... And, all over myself, patting myself down, trying to find if I got spider webs all over me. I tripped and fell forward like Superman. I got a um, little whatever um, road rash on my fingers. I mean, on my yeah, on palms of my hands, skinned my knee, and I had so much forward momentum. I kind of balled up, rolled, hopped up, and I still was patting myself down the whole way up the hill, going, "Oh, I got these spider webs on me." <laughs> By the time I got back to the gym. My knee was bleeding. It looked much worse than it was. So that's why I took a picture, trying to get sympathy <laughs> for everybody on social media. And then my own dad's like, that's a bad spider bite. I'm like, Dad, I didn't get bit by a spider. I ran into the spider web. Well, when you first saw, when you first posted, uh, I just saw spider tuck and roll. I just, but here's a guy that's not afraid of anything except a little old damn spider. Spider web. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> wait a minute. Who's the one that's afraid of snakes? I know. But, that guy right there. But I, I don't hide it. I just tell everybody I don't like snakes. Who's not afraid of snakes? You. That's right. Who's not afraid of much of anything? Even your mom was taking your side about the spiders. Of course, that's not unusual. She's always going to take your side. I hope so. <laughs> Your favorite son. Yes, you are. The only son. <laughs> Uh, so how was how was Mother's Day with Brenda? Uh, Mackenzie was here, so it was pretty nice. Good. We uh, fired up the uh, the pizza oven and made pizzas. Oh, okay. And they turned out a damn sight better than that crap that I pulled when I tried to make my own. She has a mastery of the dough. She can get it on there, and next thing you know, it slid right in the oven. Remember when yeah, I was trying, it was all bunched up, mashed up, trying to get it off the pizza peel? It was horrible. Yeah, that was good pizza, that first one you made. That, you know, for a first-time deal, that was really, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Well, you guys will have to come over and we'll do some more pizza. Yeah, man, your granddaughter sure had a good time with it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So what else has been going on, old man? It's been a month. Well... Not a whole lot. Just worked on you to call, see when we want to do one of these things. And when you do call, I have something else I was doing. <laughs> so, yeah, what were you doing yesterday? At HEB and just piddling around. That's the only damn time this week or any time I've done anything. So I try not to bother you because I know you're working and you're really busy and everything's going on right now. So if I'm busy, I'll tell you. If not, yeah. just you can still call. Yeah. The phones work two ways. No, when you get to be my age, you only work one way. No, you can call too. 
So what do you think about this NFL draft, Alabama? They did pretty good, huh? They, they did pretty good, yeah. And They uh, had like 10 or 11. Yep. Tied with Georgia for, you know, for somebody who won the national championship two back-to-back. We did pretty good. Yeah, but that still ain't good enough for Alabama, though. You, no, it's if not. We're not. If we're not competing for SEC championships and for national championships, that's just not the standard for Alabama. Uh, I'm excited to see what this year brings uh, with the new offensive coordinator, defensive coordinators we got. Uh, quarterback is the only place where I, I'm concerned. Um, I, I have confidence in, in Coach Saban that he knows how to pick the right people. Um, he's been doing a heck of a lot longer than I have, and he's got a heck of a lot more rings on his fingers to show for it. So That's true. But I, I think it's going to be good. And Right now, I'm just watching the uh, softball tournament. We uh, actually end up number five. So we got the uh, Tuscaloosa Super Regional this weekend. And with the four, we're one of fourteen. We should we do that. My only concern is Montana Files got hurt the other night when she was, we were playing Tennessee for the SEC tournament championship. She landed on her left foot and hurt her left knee. I think it was. And whenever she plays, you can almost count. I think she's like have five losses this year or something like that. Uh, okay. But I, I enjoy watching the softball and all the college athletes. So what's going on with Alabama baseball? Didn't they fire their coach? Yeah, they fired him. He's doing a little gambling, a little, a little betting, from what I understand. And then the athletic director or the assistant athletic director got into some uh, domestic violence. He was arrested. Uh, I, you know, I don't know, I've been following it too much. All I know is just the, the baseball coach, and then, then they started winning after they fired him. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff swirling around Alabama athletics. Yeah, so, but you see where Jalen went back to Oklahoma and got his master's degree? I did not see that. Uh, I saw that. I thought that's pretty awesome. And a couple other players got, went back and, you know, got their degrees and stuff. I, that says a lot. And those are good role models for these young adults coming up by getting the education. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. And he, he, from a, a positive and negative note, that one player a few years ago that uh, kicked off team involved with some shooting or something and he ended up going to jail. He ended up went, went back to college and got his degree. I don't remember all the details on it. Just read. So it speaks speaks volumes about what coaches do and how they affect young adults. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got a big, big trash can issue here. Somebody either stole my somebody either stole my recycle my green ones where you put all the shrubs and bushes and all that kind of stuff in, or it got dumped into the <laughs> into the uh, truck this morning when it got picked up. I see it on my camera about nine twenty seven being emptied. And that's it. It's gone. 
it probably got picked up. Yeah, so maybe you need to contact. Uh, oh yeah, I got another one coming. They they just said okay, we'll send you another one out. <laughs> so been doing some some trimming on some bushes and stuff around the yard, trees and stuff. Okay. Yeah, when did we do our last podcast? Was it Easter Sunday? I think it was. It's, it's been a while. So yeah, how many downloads we got since then? Um, I think 2,600. But in that time, I Brenda and I went to New Braunfels at the Brontex to see a old 70s soft rock band called Firefall. Um, we did that just before the podcast. So maybe I talked about it. I don't know. Then uh, you, me, and Mom, and Brenda went to see Jason Bolin and the Stragglers. Uh-huh. And Mom was drinking a lot of bourbon. She, she's due. Remember? She's due. She, she's yeah, earned it. She, she puts up me and you. She, she probably deserved, probably should drink about double what she had. Yep. She was drinking good bourbon. It was at Balcones. Remember? Yep. So that was the 15th. Then on the 17th, that's when I had my CT lung scan. Then the next day on the 18th, I went and saw a local band from Austin called The Well. Um, I love those guys. I really do. Um, and the next day on the 19th, that's when I got diagnosed with my nodules and the emphysema on March or April 19th. Yeah. And then we watched the Alabama A-Day game on the 22nd. That was um, – it was interesting. I was more impressed by the third-string quarterback than anybody else. I was too. Uh, and, you know, this year I, I think we're going to do good. We we got Jalen's coming back. We got Ty Simpson. And then we got this guy that just transferred in on a transfer portal. It was. I was going to say that. Yeah, when we got the offensive coordinator from Notre Dame. Yep. Obviously, in the wings they they had him come um, transfer in the portal, but it was. Funny how it was like right after the A Day game that that happened. Mm -hmm. So after the A Day game, a week later, I had a concert with uh, Agent Orange and Susie Moon, and then the next week we had Cinco de Mayo on May fifth, one of my favorite days of the year. Brendan and I went to El Dacos and had margaritas, pretty much like we do every Friday. Um, then Saturday, the sixth of May, uh, Brendan and I went and saw the Psychedelic Furs. Uh, what else? Oh, and this Friday, Brenda and I have a concert at the Roundup, and she wants to know if you guys want to come see uh, Lone Star with us on Friday. What this this Friday? This Friday. Where's it going to be? At the Roundup, which <laughs> technically it it says it's in Bernie, but it's not. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It's past. It's past Bernie on Highway 46. Who's going who's gonna so, to be there? With Lone Star? I don't know. So if you guys came, what we would suggest is you come to the house, ride with us to the Roundup, which is only like 20 or 30 minutes away. Right. And, and then ride back with us, and then you guys could ride back home. Because otherwise you'd have to drive, you know, 1604, get on 10, then get off in Bernie on Highway 46 and then drive another, you know, 10 or 12 miles 
that way. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. I think Sunny Sweeney is going to be there. She is uh, on Willie's Roadhouse. She's a, one of the morning. Uh, I know where she is. You, you, yeah, we've seen her. God, who did we see her with? I think we saw her open up for somebody at at Green Hall. Didn't we? I, I, I don't remember. But I, you know, I listened to her on, in the morning when I'm, I'm out and about and stuff like that. Uh, she, she's got a couple of songs out and she, she's been around the, she's about 44, 45 years old. So she's been around the circuit a while. Oh, it's Mario Flores and the Soda Creek Band. They're opening up. So they're they're from 8 to 9, and then Lone Star's from 9.30 to 11. Oh, okay. And Brenda and I have a, a table. It's kind of, it's a similar situation set up as the floors, but it's just much, much smaller. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you know. After we, I, we get through here, I'll talk to her and see. So they... They um, really started advertising a lot during uh, the towards the latter part of the you know the COVID stuff, and man, they're bringing in some big bands. So they're bringing in Lone Star, Stony Larue, uh, the Great Divide, Kyle Park, uh, Black Hawk. They just announced in October. Uh, we saw Jody Messina there. They get some pretty good, pretty good bands. Yeah. Well, we got a couple of concerts coming up too. Looking forward to seeing Tanya Tucker. I forgot about that. It that's June twenty fourth. Mm hmm. Then on your birthday, we're going to go see Charlie Robinson. That, that's going to be pretty exciting too. And uh, Jason Bolin and the Stragglers. Mm hmm. Again. Now, they just announced on the 12th of July um, at the old Sunset Station, you want to go see a rock show? That depends. Ace Freely from KISS is going to be playing July 12th at the, at, it's now called the ESPY, but it's the old Sunset Station. Uh-huh. Ace Freely from KISS. But he hadn't been in, in KISS in over 40 years, but... Yeah. Ace Freely. What's it see? I'm I'm really excited about with Tanya Tucker coming to town. She she quite a lady. But Dad, Ace Freely, come on, man. Hmm. Ace Freely, shock yeah. me. <laughs> Ace Freely from Kiss, man. Ace Freely. Okay. <laughs> Go check out the rock show. You, you you can see how excited I am there. Yeah, I can see it. You're like, yeah, let's go see it. Yeah. <laughs> so that means I can leave my hearing aids at home and just I still hear. Dad, that dude is just a few years younger than you, probably. <laughs> probably not many.
So what else we got going on? Do you know that that uh, Brandy Carlisle? I know that's one of Brenda's favorite people, her entertainers. Belinda Carlisle, the singer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I thought it was Brandy Carlisle. But anyway, she's a big fan of Tanya Tucker. And she she wrote an autobiography of music about Tanya Tucker. Belinda Carlisle did. No, Brandy Carlisle. She was on the the big... uh, it had a big celebration here not too long ago for uh, the that big the band from California. The uh, okay. sounds like Beach Boys. Brand. Beach Boys, yeah. Is that for you or see. the home? That's spam. Hit the hang-up button. <laughs> so. Or you could pick up the phone and tell them, screw you, man, and hang up. <laughs> so. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of uh, Tanya Turkett, you know she was married to Glenn Campbell. But you know she also had a relationship with Merle Haggard, Andy Gibbs, Don Johnson, Woman's been around. It happens. It happens. Oh, I remember you earlier at the beginning of the um, podcast, you asked me how many uh, downloads we've had, and I forgot. So let me log in real quick. You know, and while you're looking that up, do you know that Charlie Robinson, he's got an awful lot of ties to the San Antonio area. Yep. He played football at Southwest Texas State before it became Texas State. So we have 2,600 all-time downloads, 2,600 even. Perfect. And we haven't had any downloads in over a week because probably because they're like, hey, why aren't you guys recording any episodes? Because we're a bunch of slackers. Listen, I think last time we had like 20, about 2,000, something like that. We had 24, 2,500, somewhere around there. Yeah. Something like that. But anyway, back to Charlie Robinson. You know, he opened up the Alamo Ice House. I don't know if he's still his part owner of that or not. Uh, he might be. Yeah. Might be. Back in April, we had a really good day on April 15th, Saturday. We had 12 downloads that day. That That's a lot uh-huh. for one day. That's a lot. But last month in April, we had 81% of our downloads came from America. So the states were Washington, Kansas, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, 
Massachusetts. Yep. In in the world, we had Australia, Ecuador, Canada, and the UK. Okay. Last month. Not too shabby, huh? Three from Australia, two from Ecuador, one from Canada, and one from the UK. But from Australia, one was from the Western, and the other was from the Victoria, and one from Tasmania in Australia. Uh-oh, you better watch them Tasmanian devils. And from Canada, it was from Alberta. So we've got some Canucks, we've got some Aussies, we've got some Brits. We definitely have an international flavor. Maybe they're looking for somebody else. I don't know, but they, they found us and they downloaded <laughs> They keep looking and downloading, right? Yeah, they keep looking at us. I don't know if they keep liking us. But this month, we've only had three downloads. Two of them were here from America and another one from Ecuador. So maybe we got these Ecuadorian people that like us. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. And the yeah. downloads were from Tennessee and Florida. So we got some SEC people in the house. And uh, speaking of Tennessee, they looked pretty good last year. Um, I think they're going to give Georgia a run for their money next year. I really do. I, I do, too, Sue. Do you see Arkansas is going to be our home homecoming game? They just signed oh, a big deal. Uh, look like it's going to be an annual homecoming event. I think that's I think that's pretty good. With Arkansas? Yeah, that's, that's going to be a real good game. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Florida, where did Anthony Richardson go in the draft? He was a first rounder, wasn't he? Yes, he was. I forgot now what who no, he he went late. Like uh fifty, sixty, something like that. Let me see, let me see. He went ahead of CJ Stroud. Yeah. Let me see, let me see. What does it say? NFL draft, but that was that was a pretty good draft all the way around. Uh, the SEC. He was the number four overall pick, Dad. Okay. He didn't go I didn't late. He went he, early. I, I didn't think he went that early. I thought he was. I I knew he went in the first round. Yeah. Yep. He went fourth. That SEC was, I want to say, almost head and shoulders above the rest of them. When it comes to total uh, drafts, you know, so and how they rank. Uh, so I'm going to say, the big, uh, say the big 10 or Big 12 is a second. I'm not sure. I'll remember. So this is the 12th time in the last 13 years the SEC once again tied or led the nation in first-round NFL draft selections. Uh, during the last 19 NFL drafts, the SEC has a nation-leading 168 players taken in the opening round for an average of nine every season. Uh, Bryce Young was the third number one overall pick from the SEC in the last four drafts in the 10 years, and he was the first quarterback to ever go number one in the draft from Alabama. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's. That sounds a lot when you look at all the great quarterbacks, especially Joe Namath and Kenny Stabler and some of those guys. And five SEC teams had a player taken in the first round. 
this year. Um, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. So we got you know give up that love to the SEC. I hate playing them, but um, I, like iron sharpens iron. You know, great football teams yeah. make great football teams better. And I tell you, when Oklahoma and, and uh, Texas gets in there, it's going to really open things up. It's going to really competitive. Yeah, speaking of Texas, man, they they pulled out all the stops against us, and then they laid an egg against Oklahoma and a bunch of other teams. I don't know what the heck happened. Like they got up to play us. Oh yeah, well everybody gets up. Like when you go play with the big boys, you go get ready for the game. <sighs> that was an ugly game to watch, though, wasn't it? Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> but I'm getting yep. excited for college football, though. I really am. Uh, I'm always excited. I think, but yeah, Eric Carroll sent me a thing the other day. It's like 121 days, so it's about like 110 days or something like that for. Our... And we got. I'll tell you, it's going to be good. We play Texas on September the 9th. That's going to be a ball game. I predict that game will make our season one way or the other. Oh yeah, that's definitely going to be the tail of the tape right there. And I bet you that's going to be a night game too. Yep. There's going to be fireworks on that one. And, and you you know Sarkeesian is going to be gunning for us. Now, well, no, that, he's got that Alabama ties, too. And he, he pretty well understands the system. Of course, Saban don't, don't, don't show you a lot. And he, he will change, too. He will. And I, that's probably another reason why he got rid of the coordinator. I wasn't too keen on the schemes that uh, he was running. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm not too worried about the offense. I think I think we're going to pick it up. I think defense looks good again this year. It's just we got to Actually, I think, de- really I think our defense – I think our defense is going to be better than it was last year. You make a few changes and uh, you, you got some boys who are hungry. They want to get in there and play. I mean, Anderson went about – Second or third in the draft, uh, then you you got quite a few other players that even that weren't drafted that signed contracts and stuff off that defensive team. That, that's what I'm going to say about six, seven, eight, ten players on defense that either got drafted or signed. Uh, we got a couple of, through the transfer portal that, that looks pretty good. So I think defense is going to be pretty good. I, I like the coordinator we had, but I, I, I think we just got too set or too comfortable or not willing to change or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't. I was not sold on our offensive coordinator. I was so glad to see him leave, and he went back to uh, New England. Pick, uh, hmm? New England. Yeah. Went back to the Patriots. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, that new offensive court, Tommy Rees, I think he's going to do good. I think he'll do. Um, you know, it ain't just Texas. We got to worry about Oklahoma. I mean, not Oklahoma. We got to worry about uh, A&M, and we got to worry about uh, LSU. Those guys, they reloaded this year too. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you somebody else you got to look out for. You got to look out for Ole Miss and Mississippi State too. 
Uh, oh, yeah, Ole Miss is lurking. But uh, Mississippi State, they lost their coach. So I don't know what they're going to be like. They might be a little down this year. Yeah, but you know that Ole Miss is going to be gunning for you. And so it's, it's, going, it's going to be fun. I, I'm, I'm ready for some football, too. I am, too. Yeah. But, hey, you know what I see in the upper right-hand corner? Look at the clock. Yeah. Well, i give a big shout-out to you, Aunt Carolyn, and see, hope she's doing well. And all the mothers out there that had a, hopefully had a good Mother's Day this weekend. Yes. You know, without mothers, we wouldn't be here, would we? No, we wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the backbone of this. Vanilla Ice, in, in the immortal words of Vanilla Ice, word to your mother. <laughs> All right. Well, you be good, you be good and I'll get back where you let you know about Friday night. All right. What time? Be good. What, be good. what time is that show? Eight o'clock. Doors seven. Open at seven. Oh, seven. Okay. That's what about a thirty-minute drive from your house. About that. With yeah. The, with the traffic and everything. Oh yeah, there's no traffic. All we do is we get on Blanco going uh, north. Parallel in uh, Camp Bullis. We just take that all the way to 46, go left, a couple of miles, take another right, another couple of miles. And you're right there. It's out of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. All right, I'll let you know. All right. And uh, watch, watch them spider webs. I will. <laughs> See you later. You don't, need, you, you don't need another bruise on the left knee. <laughs> Nope. Or the right. <laughs> All right. Love you. Love you, too. Yeah, and keep, take that, care. keep that stuff coming in. Love you guys. Love you guys. Keep keep downloading. Spread the word. Spread the love. There you go. All right. All right. See you. Bye.